0: I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, hey there, and welcome to episode 62 here at the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Today, we're talking about three paths of development for the homeschool parent, because I, as I so often say, we, the parents, are on a journey as well as our children. It's not just all about the kids all the time. So how exactly do we grow and develop as homeschool parents? Now, of course, there's learning all the things about how to homeschool, But I would also say that parenting and particularly homeschooling is the most intense path of personal development that there is. Our children challenge us, they hold up a mirror for us to look at ourselves, they cause us to question ourselves and even sometimes to question our own self worth. This is both good news. And bad news, right? We're all in for eye-opening and expansive growth, but this homeschooling life I think can also be super challenging at times. So as you're listening to this episode, I just want to remind you to be gentle with yourself. You don't need to learn everything all at once, okay? Let me say that again. You don't need to learn everything all at once, And you don't need to be the perfect parent because truth telling here, there's no such thing as a perfect parent, no such thing. And in the end, our goal is to really be the best parent that we can be in any given moment just by staying present. And then we just do the best that we can. So our question for today is, how do we grow and develop as a homeschool parent? And I have three different paths of growth and discovery to share with you in this episode. So here we go. Three paths of development for the homeschool parent. I'm going to mention all three of them, and then I'll go into each one a little bit more. So number one, books. We all love books, right? Number two, community. So learning from other parents and other homeschoolers. Number three, this one might surprise you. Number three is yourself. Yes, that's right. You, yourself. You can learn a lot about and from yourself as you go along. Okay, so let's explore each of these a bit more. The first one, books. I love reading parenting and homeschooling books. I have some favorites that I share on my website and in, I think there are a few previous podcast episodes, so I'll mention those episodes in just a moment. But first, a little word of warning, I have a caution for you. Sometimes when we read books about parenting and homeschooling, we can feel like, we have to do things a certain way. Like there's only one right way. And if we're not doing it a particular way, right? We often think we're doing it wrong. And even we judge ourselves harshly sometimes. And this can make us feel bad about ourselves. So that feeling really of of feeling less than or incompetent, it can undermine both our confidence and our effectiveness as parents and homeschoolers. Ask me how I know. (laughs) I often say we don't change from a place of shame. That's a really unmotivating place to be and an unmotivating place to Bring about change from. Uh, So please remember this that when you're reading books, right, about parenting and homeschooling, take what you need, right, take what serves you and leave the rest as you read and explore and educate yourself. I remember in my early years of parenting, it's funny now, but it was not funny. So funny then, as a new mom, when I read parenting books, I would come away feeling worse about myself rather than more hopeful or more inspired. I remember when the first year that we read, this is even reading fiction sometimes. So reading the Little House on the Prairie series the first time around left me feeling like I needed to Get my children to do more chores and to behave better. (laughs) It was pretty funny. And many other books specifically about parenting just made me notice everything that I was doing wrong. It was like it would shine a light or a magnifying glass on things that I was doing wrong. And then I couldn't even see what I was doing well. It kind of obliterated anything that I was doing well. So fair warning there. Then I read The Simplicity Parenting Book by Kim John Payne. This was honestly the first parenting book I ever read that made me feel better about myself. So my advice here is be sure to pick and choose those books wisely. Find books that inspire you, that call on you to be a better person and a better parent. You can uh, check out episode number 42 on the podcast, which is all about my favorite books for homeschooling. Just go to artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 42. I also have some of my favorite books listed over on my website, on a page on my website, which is at artofhomeschooling.com slash just starting. All right. Second path of development, community. Find a community of like-minded parents or friends who support you in your parenting and homeschooling. This is so important. Many of us have stories about our families of origin not really understanding why we're making the choices we are. Choices like choices to spend lots of time outdoors rather than on screens, to help preserve our children's childhood, to lead a simpler lifestyle even. And sometimes those well-meaning loved ones are downright critical of our choices. And this can be hurtful. And also, as I mentioned before, it can undermine our confidence. So here's what I want you to remember, friend. It doesn't matter what they think. <laughs> I know it feels like it does, but if we can uh, remember that we are the ones, right, that get to make choices about our family. So their opinions, those those ex, that extended family member or those loved ones, their opinion they're entitled to their opinions, and we want to accept that. But we also Want to really fully own that we get to make the decisions about the atmosphere we create for our children and family. So, even if you find just one or two like minded families where you are, that can keep you going. That's really why I started the Inspired at Home community, where I offer classes, coaching, and community support for holistic homeschoolers who want to learn as they go, like learn as they're going along. So come join the explorations and conversations if that's something you're looking for. You can find all the details at artofhomeschooling.com slash inspired at home. All right, third path of development. And this last one, as I said in the beginning, may surprise you. This one is you. Yes, you yourself can be a source of development on your parenting and homeschooling journey. How, you might wonder? By befriending yourself and getting to know more about yourself. There are so many tools available. Uh, these days to help us out. There's the Enneagram, the Four Temperaments, the Myers-Briggs. There's so many personality kinds of um, configurations that we might choose to explore. But really, it all starts with self-compassion. I like to think of This phrase being curious. Be curious about why you respond how you do, or why you say what you say, or feel what you feel. Being curious rather than judgmental can really help us on this path of discovery because, yes, sometimes we are our own worst critics. I have two specific suggestions for you today as a starting point that I think you might be interested in. So I'll be sure to put links to these in the show notes, just a brief description. The first is an article. And the second one is a quiz, which is super fun to take. So if you want to explore, the first one is about the four temperaments. If you want to explore the temperaments, um, this is something that Rudolf Steiner talked about using the temperaments uh, in, an educational setting, like getting to know the temperaments of ourself as well as our children. So there are four different temperaments. And these are just four ways of responding that we respond to our circumstances and to others in our lives. And there's a good short article called The Question of the Temperaments over on the Waldorf Online Library. That's a great free online resource. If you haven't uh, explored anything over there yet, I highly recommend it. So we all tend toward one or maybe two temperaments and each stage of human life has a quality of one of the temperaments. So it's just interesting to explore how these uh, interact and play together. And then of course, each member, of our family has a different temperament. The goal, of course, is balance of all four temperaments. But it's fun to explore how um, many of us tend toward one or another. So check out the show notes for a link to this helpful kind of introductory article. All right. The other personality tool I love is Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies. She has a book by the same name, and these tendencies relate to how we respond to the world around us. So specifically in the area of expectations, what our internal expectations of ourself is, are, and the external expectations put upon us, how we respond to those. And it's so insightful and eye-opening to discover more about yourself. There's a great... Online quiz that you can take, and I will also link to that in the show notes. So let me tell you where you can find the show notes. You just go to slash episode 62. I want to now, just as we wrap up, share this wonderful quote from Rudolf Steiner. Uh, many of you know him as the founder of Waldorf Education, among many other things. He was kind of a Renaissance man. Um, but he said, you will not be great teachers if you focus only on what you do and not upon who you are. This is really the foundation of the concept uh, in Waldorf education that we as teachers and I would say also we as parents are on this path of self-development and that it's important it's equally as important as what we teach Uh, and that is something that is brought out a lot in Waldorf education something that I truly appreciate about it so what does all of that mean we want to become keen observers of ourselves. That's right. We want to get to know ourselves better. And then if you find that you want to make changes in how you parent, how you communicate with loved ones, or even how you homeschool, you can then do that from a place of self-compassion, one small step at a time. I'm telling you, this is much more effective than the trying to change from a place of shame. (laughs) So if this is something that's calling to you right now, making small changes from a place of self-compassion, keep an eye out for more details about a new five-day experience that I'm hosting in early January about making small doable changes. So I'll be talking more about that in future episodes. There you have it, three paths of development for the homeschool parent, books, community, and you. Thanks so much for listening in today. And as I said, you can find the show notes for this episode over at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 62. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast.